Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And here she is at UNEEQ underscore. The underscore is at the end, so it's mm-hmm. better. Then Fudgy's in the middle, you know. <laughs> Here she is. Here's Laura. All right. First of all, a little quick update. Momo texted in, and she said, stay strong, Funch. No kids. That's right, Momo. We, wow. I'm with Momo. I'm team Momo and Funchy. How do you like this, though? How do you like this? Ramona's pregnant saying no kids. That's what I'm saying. Because Come she on. gets it. It's an adult party. Right. Wow. Oh, she means. Oh, wait, she means Ooh. no kids at the at the party. Yes, <laughs> yes. I thought she meant don't have She didn't allow kids either. There you go, Mama Momo. Wow, came out of Momo's mouth. We gotta honor it, right? Just saying. I disagree. <laughs> That's the mark. Respectfully. <laughs> okay. So Cap started a debate with the whole chicken sandwich. Well, the BK original chicken sandwich thing. And, you know, it's kind of taken a little situation of its own. So Funch and I have not broken. We have yet to have a chicken sandwich. DeMarco almost had one yesterday, but decided not to. So I tweeted, so should Funch and I cave and get a Nashville hot chicken sandwich from Yard House? And then I tagged, you know, respectfully, DeMarco Kaplan and ESPN LA. Well, Yardhouse tweeted back, is that even a question? I then responded, well, this is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And they said, definitely doesn't count. Consider this tweet your get out of the bet free card. But then somebody also said, hey, if you're going to do it, go to Howlin' Rays, right? So they also chimed in with a little like on that. I'm like, oh, my God, we started yesterday. We had Pizza Hut tweeting uh, to Mason and Ireland about their, you know, they mentioned them. So I'm like, are we starting a little chicken sandwich debate again? Because, you know, remember when Popeye's was going on? That was like a whole thing. So I think I'm yeah. going to go get a Yard House chicken sandwich. Ooh. 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 I think I'm going to cave. I think that, you are going to cave. I, I think I'm going to cave. Yeah. Once you cave, I'm going to cave. Why can't you cave first and then it doesn't feel so bad? When I, I, tra- I, I almost caved the other night, I told you, but I got those grilled chicken sliders rather than fried chicken sliders, and I didn't cave. Well, I almost got, so we haven't ordered anything in here yet, but I told Funch I might get the grilled sandwich, so I still get my chicken fix, but I don't technically kill the bat. Mm, that's true. You know. won't kill the bat. I don't know why this was what you needed to know, but I feel like I needed some help. No, I like it. <laughs> I'm just waiting. When do we place the order? Come on now. Is it Marco's? Like, yeah. Like, when When do we get to the order part of this? That's what I need as, to know. As we yeah. are debating right. chicken and fried versus grilled chicken nice. here, depending on the bed situation, Mr. Funch back there is like crazy texting. So I feel like uh, we started some drama with yeah, his wedding situation. Oh, no, you didn't. No, 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 no. We're fine here. Yeah. We're good. Whatever We're good. happens, just The Funchership is good right now. Yeah. You, you've already- We're team Funch. You've set the course. Yeah, go ahead. But anyway, so I need some help, y'all. Should I break? Well, I feel like Cap needs to break first, and then I'm okay to break. Yeah. Order a chicken yeah. sandwich, and then I'm I down. can You know what I'm going to try and do when we get off the air tonight at 7 mm-hmm. o'clock? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and get on my Peloton tonight because I haven't done it yet today. Nice. So before I go, I'm going to go see a show tonight with a band that I'm going to go see called Queen Nation, which is a Ooh. 
which is a um, like a tribute band to Queen. Oh, oh wow. man, that's cool. How's the yeah. lead singer? Oh, dude, he you you would close your eyes and think you're listening to Freddie Mercury. No way. Okay. And then you open your eyes and he got on the exact outfits. He looks just like him. Wow. Sounds just like him. Yeah, so I'm going to see this band tonight. First, I'm going to watch this Dodgers-Padres game. Then I'm going to go to this concert tonight. So I'm hoping to get off the air, get onto the Peloton, and sweat it out before I go put it all back in. Nice. But I don't know if I got the discipline to do Playing it. Playing for the tie. I like it. That's exactly yeah. what I'm doing. Playing for the tie. Right. 500. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, that's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, DeMarco, um, I saw a tweet from LeBron James 30 minutes ago. Yeah? And he says this, I can slash will not, in all capital letters, miss the postseason again for my career. Wow. This blank hurt in all caps. And then he says, okay, back to watching these games. Wow. So LeBron James sitting around somewhere at home, I suppose, watching NBA playoff games here this afternoon. And in his mind, he's probably so angry and, frankly, so embarrassed that his team didn't even make it into the play-in. Because, DeMarco, even when things were going bad for the Lakers, there was this expectation, uh, this entitled attitude, if you will. And I don't mean the players. I mean the fans. Like, oh, well, they're going to be in the plan at the very least. I mean, they're going to be in the plan. And then once they get in the plan, I mean, if they get healthy, I mean, who knows? They win a couple of games, and then Phoenix, look out. Um, LeBron is sitting somewhere watching this stuff. I will not miss the postseason again in my career. It hurts to sit at home and watch, but I'm going to go back and watch. Bold statement, right? I hope he's right. He may not have a choice. It may not be up to him with these young whippersnappers in the postseason right now. Do you think the Lakers will get this right and make the postseason next year? Well, Depends on who they hire, right? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, not making the postseason actually kind of seems harder than at least just making the play-in. In other words, you got to be really bad to not make it because most teams, frankly, are making it to some sort of end of regular True. season play in to the postseason kind of thing. Pat the, Bev is still playing. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, 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 the Lakers, the Lakers are like, at least this year anyway, yeah. they're sitting at home like the Sacramento Kings. Isn't I mean, they didn't even make it to the play in. Isn't that setting the sights a little low, though? I will not miss the playoffs again. He's not exactly saying what, what I think you're thinking, which is. I'm coming back for a championship. That's, yeah, that's what I thought is more worthy of LeBron. This seems kind of tame. Or am I wrong about that? No, I think you're right. Yeah, that seems kind of tame right now. Listen to this. Um, a website from SB Nation, which covers the Lakers, it's called silverscreenroll.com. Yeah. They posted a poll, and here's the question. Is signing LeBron James to an extension the best move for the Lakers? Wow. And the answers are simple, yes or no. So you tell me which way you would vote, and then I'm going to wow. tell you the results. You know, I, it's crazy. I've been thinking about this, but I dare not say it out loud. I mean, would you blow it up and start all over again and rebuild if you're the Lakers, or do you continue to run with LeBron? LeBron, to me, I, I still think is at the height of his powers. Are, don't you? Or Yeah. I yeah. Mean, 37 I, years old this year, and he's, I mean, he's leading scorer, essentially. Whenever I hear somebody say that KD is the best player in basketball right now, I take that as a direct shot to LeBron James. Um, I'd say keep him. Yeah, 
you can't trade LeBron James or, or you have to sign him to an extension. So that's the question. Will the Lakers put a two-year extension in front of him? The answer is probably so. Right. Then the question becomes, will LeBron sign a two-year extension for nearly $100 million? Or is LeBron going to play out this upcoming season and then try and figure out what he wants to do from there? I tend to think that he's going to sign the extension because if he doesn't, I think the question will be, are you really committed to this long term? And if the answer is, I'm not sure yet, it's going to be hard to get people to want to come play with him. True. If he signs a two-year extension and him and Anthony Davis are now on the same course, I think then you might find some players, that, some, that want to play with him. So I'm looking at this wrong. It's not that the Lakers are going to offer the extension. It's will he sign it? I think, I think that's, that's what many of us are wondering. But here's here, listen to this. Is signing LeBron James to an extension the best move for the Lakers? This is a silver screen and roll. This is this is a Laker fan website, okay? Yeah. 68.6% say no. Really? Wow. 68% of Laker fans polled on a Laker fan website. They don't think he'll sign it or they don't want him back. Or they don't one think. In the, or one in the same. No, they don't think that signing him is the best move. For the Laker organization. Wow. 31% of fans polled say yes. Mm. Signing LeBron James to an extension is the best move for the franchise. Interesting. But 68% of fans polled say no. Interesting. What do you think about the bubble championship? It's legit, right? It counts. No? Yes? No? Yes. I think it counts. But for everybody that said it was the hardest championship to win, which I don't know if it was or it wasn't, I know that. At the time, we we were all buying what was being sold, which was this was the hardest one. We were away from our families. We were stuck in this bubble. I wouldn't want to be them. No. But it does seem, tell me if you think this way, that two years after the fact, there seems to be less respect for it. Absolutely. Dying every day, dwindling by the minute. Everyone wants to, what do you call that? Um, Poke fun at it. Say it doesn't count. It's not legit. You know, look, it's it's a championship. He brought a championship to Los Angeles. He's one of the boys, but I don't think he gets credit for that because I don't know why. What what was different about the bubble? No fans? That was it? No fans, no travel. Um, okay. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. That makes I'm, sense. I, I'm, I'm to, to see LeBron out on Twitter on a Friday afternoon knowing that he's sitting at home watching an NBA playoff game and admitting to everybody on Twitter how much it hurt, which I think we could all kind of figure that part of it out, but this this confident statement of, I will never miss the postseason again for the rest of my career. Interesting. So mm-hmm. when it happens, what's he going to say then? Well, it's kind of like this year. Remember the tweet that came back to bite him all year? Yeah. Where it was like, keep that energy for us. We're uh-huh. too old. We're too this. Keep that energy for us. Well, people started to bring that back late in the season, bringing no that energy. Bill Parcells said it best. Be careful making statements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be careful making statements. They have a funny way of coming back to, to haunt you. Wow, man. LeBron, sitting at home watching this stuff. Yeah. Hey, speaking of sitting at home watching things, you have mentioned a couple times here today that tomorrow night you will be watching the Tyson Fury heavyweight championship Can't fight. Wait, yes. Dillian and, White. And mixing margaritas tomorrow night. Absolutely. Well, I'll have the ingredients. Somebody else is mixing Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, I want to hear what you think about this big fight that's happening tomorrow night. 
I didn't realize you were such a big fight fan, which I love, by the way. Uh, what is DeMarco thinking about this Tyson Fury fight? We'll get to that story coming up. Plus, big deal or no deal, right around the corner. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, yeah. Tyson Fury tomorrow night, heavyweight championship fight. So... It's a good boxing song, of course. Oh, my God. I mean, I think. I can't hear this without doing the Mr. T parts. Really? Yes. Ah! <laughs> 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 Love this movie. <laughs> I, I, I figured you guys would get a kick out oh, of the man. song. So. Come on. <laughs> See that old man? Tell Bobo I'm coming for him. Nobody can beat me. You tell him what I said. I'm next. <laughs> I'll show you what a real man is. That's right. <laughs> God, I loved Mr. T. Big time. When I was a kid and the A-Team was a really hot show at oh, the time. yes. I remember they, uh, I think the, the Super Bowl was being played in, I want to say it was in Pasadena. And um, I think it was Jim Gray in the stands. And they're like, let's go down to Jim Gray. He's standing by with Mr. T to talk about the A-Team. Because, you know, it was like the Super Bowl was on NBC. And I think Jim Gray said to him, so, uh, Mr. T, what do, you, what do you have to say to the people out there about the A-team? He said, let me tell you something, fool. You better watch the A-team this week, sucker. You don't watch the A-team, I'm going to come to your house, I'm going to take your TV, I'm going to give it to somebody who want to watch the A-team. I love Mr. T. Yeah, and I was man, like, I'm good... watching the A-team, I don't want him to take my TV. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Love Mr. T. Yes, sir. So this Tyson Fury fight tomorrow night, I was uh, reading today that Tyson Fury is telling everybody, and he says he's serious about it, that this is it. This is his last professional fight. Ah. I didn't realize he was only 32 years old. Yeah, don't believe that. He's got Anthony Joshua's out there. He's got, uh, oh, I can't remember the name. He's uh, He went back to fight in the war in the Ukraine. Oh, the Klitschko's? Yusik. Yusik. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The, the, the guy that just beat Anthony Joshua. He's got uh -huh. two, maybe three big fights out there. He's just posturing. He'll fight again. I mean, if you're 32 years old, and you're about to fight this weekend in Wembley Stadium in front of 90,000 people. 94,000. 90, yeah. That's insane, it's right? It's big, yeah, yeah. You know, it was funny. Thousand. We don't have a, a venue like that in the United States. Only over there can you get a fight that big. Well, I wonder, didn't Canelo, you know he's my best friend, by the way. Yeah. Didn't Canelo um, fight at the Cowboys Stadium? Yes, but not 94,000. I wonder how many they put in there that night. Uh, I, I don't think they got beyond 70. But still, that's a monster crowd for a fight. Uh, it was huge. Now, imagine 94,000. I know. It's so monstrous. And they, they drink beer like water. That's going to be fun. And of it's the, an all-British affair. Right. Of the 94,000 people that are going to be at this fight, about 12,000 of them can see the fight. No doubt. <laughs> right. No doubt. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Like, you ever been to an event, a sporting event, concert, or anything, where you're just so far away? that you're not even really sure where you are. Like, I was one time, I'm like fresh out of college, yeah. and I went to see Pink Floyd ah. at a stadium. And I'm telling you, I was in the cheapest nosebleed seats that you could possibly be in, and the songs all sounded like Pink Floyd, 
but I was so far away <laughs> from the stage that I was like, I don't really know if that's them or not. Right, you know? You're right. You're just in the building. That's yeah. what's happening. Yeah, no doubt. I think I was behind Bootsy Collins. That's how long ago this was. My first concert was like Bootsy Collins, mm-hmm. but I was our seats were behind the band because we were young. <laughs> and like at the end of the concert, they would drop stuff on the crowd, and I was so mad I couldn't be down there for the like the confetti. <laughs> so from then on, I got to be in the front row. Yeah, right, we're, we're behind the band. <laughs> we're behind the band. Yeah, it's no fun over here. <laughs> Saw Bootsy's back the whole night. Yeah. So Tyson Fury this weekend, and uh, and you say you got a you got a fight party going on. Yeah, like. we we love. I mean, look, we can get together. We used to do this all the time, um, but now we can get together again. We can have people come in and watch the fight. So yeah, Tyson Fury. I mean, uh, we don't have a dog in the fight. There's no American in the fight. So, but I like Tyson Fury. He's very entertaining. And dare I say, and people will hate me for this uh, boxing. If Michael Thompson were here, he'd probably go nuts. He's the closest thing we have to Ali. Really. I mean, he's a boxer. He's fun. He's outspoken. Uh, people care about what he has to say over there in his native land. So, And he's the heavyweight champ. I think he's the best heavy out there right now. So he's a lot of fun to watch. And I don't like the other guy, Dillian White. Talks a lot of trash. So I, I hope Tyson Fury wins this fight. But either way, it's going to be fun. When I, I started reading about this fight this morning, I mean, I'd, been, I'd seen you know during the week, I'd heard a bunch of the promos about it. Yeah. But what got me most interested in this fight is the story you told yesterday where you ran into Tyson Fury. Yeah. Because big I, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't but again I didn't realize he was so young. He's 32. So the story you told yesterday, you got to tell it again because it was early in the show and a lot of people who are listening now weren't listening at this time yesterday. Yeah. But you got to tell the story like set the scene of what year it was because again if, uh, if he's 32 now. Okay. And this is a couple of years ago. The Rams were over. So, look, don't get me remembering dates because, look, I've been hitting the head a lot. So, the Rams played at Wembley, but that was with Fisher was the head coach. Rob Gronkowski scored a touchdown and did some kind of dance, and it was funny. Um, it was crazy because the Rams got there and spent all week practicing, trying to acclimate. The Patriots showed up on, like, Friday and just blew the Rams out. Mm-hmm. But that was a different era. So, that was then. But we were in... Oh, my God, it was a rugby stadium. I know if JB or Maurice are listening, they would tell me, I could tell you. But I remember Tyson Fury, we're in London, or we're in England. Tyson Fury is on the sidelines, the Rams sidelines. And this is when Michael Brockers was still here. Michael Brockers is a big dude, and he looks so small next to Tyson Fury. I couldn't believe it. So, And we're both boxing fans. So I walk over, say what's up. I got my full Rams gear on. I got the headset. You know, I'm getting ready to do sideline. This is this is game day. This is game day. But I want to say what's up, you know, because it's Tyson Fury. Take a picture. Take a snap. And we talk for a hot minute. I'm a big fan. I like what you do. Da, 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 da. And you like football. Yeah, I like football. I like the physicality. I think I can play tight end. Knew more about the game than I thought he would. That surprised me. So on the way out, we shook hands. No big deal. And I thought it would be fun, Cap. I do this a lot. I just kind of assumed a fighting pose. Like, come on. Like, Ali. Like, come on. Come on. And he got serious. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, like I almost triggered some sort of, you know, flight or fight kind of, kind of type of deal in him. He was like, don't do that. And he was real serious about it. Like I threatened him or something. Like if you do that, I may have to defend myself. And it, it kind of got scary. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is like this got to be six years ago. No. Yeah. Was it six years, five years, four, four? years? Okay, but let's say it's five years ago. It's five years ago. He's a 27-year-old young guy. Yeah. What about it? Well, I just think that it's so funny to me that that he would be such a young guy, and you would just jokingly 
put your hands up like, hey, champ, you know, like, hey. You know, look, to him, they call him the Gypsy King, right? So, and he, what he says, I believe. He'll fight anywhere, and I think he's been fighting his whole life. If you look at his life story and 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 read about what he's gone through, the, the fighting's no big deal to him. So when you put hands up in front of him, he takes that seriously. And I, I thought it was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, listen, when you when you see a fighter, yeah, and you take a picture with a fighter, more often than not, the fighter picks up his fist. No doubt, like to have fun. I got pictures with Sugar Ray. Uh, Muhammad Ali would put your fist on his face for a picture. Yeah. But with him, it's like, and I hate to say this, it's almost like I pointed a gun at him. Like he was ready to defend himself. Don't do that unless you're ready to fight. You know what I mean? (laughs) And he's 6'9", man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, he's big, he's huge, and his whole demeanor changed just because of that. Wow. See, I was thinking about it from another Tyson standpoint here. So yesterday we were talking about this story about Mike Tyson punching some dude on a plane. Yeah. I'm guessing by now everybody's seen this video. Yeah. So here's this punk, this kid, who looks young, looks snotty. Looks drunk. Looks wasted drunk. And he's taunting Mike Tyson on a plane. And Tyson eventually gets so angry with the guy. And by the way, there's no security. There's no, like, flight attendants to come (laughs) over and go, excuse me, sir, could you please sit down and be quiet, please? Or, like, even Tyson to go, excuse me, can, can I get a little help over here, please? You know, right? That's my weak Mike Tyson. Hey, man, don't make Mike mad now. Well, I know. So I was thinking to myself, like, if I saw Mike Tyson on an airplane and I was going to try and break the ice, I'd be like, yo, what's up, champ? How you doing, man? Hey, big fan. You know, big fan. What's going on? How are you? Like, I'd try and talk to him a little bit, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, You know? But then I figure eventually I'd probably get to that point where I, like, get comfortable with, with Mike, where I'm like, look at me, man. Look at my eye. Do Look that. at me. Don't do that. Look at me, man. I'm ready to fight. He don't want to fight. Look at me, man. I got one eye. I didn't tell you the other Mike Tyson story when he came oh. on the Best Damn Sports Show. No, tell me. We had a guy that did a spot-on Mike Tyson, right? I mean, Who is a that? spot on. His name was Sarge. He oh. would do a spot-on Mike Tyson, and it was funny. So Sarge is there. Mike and his entourage are moving into the studio, and they walk right past Sarge, and Mike stops and looks at Sarge and goes, Hey, I hear you the guy that does me. Sarge goes, yeah, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, that's me. That's me. He goes, well, do it. Do it. And Sarge is like, nope, I don't, I, I'm not going to do it. He goes, go ahead and do it. So he does it. People laugh. Mike laughs and then goes, yeah, would it be funny if I put your nose through the back of your head? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Mike, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'd love to break the ice with Mike Tyson. You know, you, right. just, you get on a plane. Like, I'm not going to be that punk. Who is who is there, like taunting Mike Tyson, and then all of a sudden Tyson loses his, you know what? And, and yeah, but I will say, I got it. I just gotta say, I've I've looked at this video several times since. The guy who gets punched by Tyson like ten times, when it's all over with, he's still kind of standing. <laughs> so that's the key to fighting Mike. Well, you gotta I mean, be hammered. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you gotta be drunk. I guess I guess that's probably the best way to do it. Look at me, man. Look at my eye. I want to fight. He don't want to fight. There are about 35 guys going, that's the secret? I had to be hammered to fight him? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, Mike, remember that time you told Lennox you were going to eat his children? Wow. Wow. Big Mike. Like, I love Mike Tyson. I heard they're not going to press charges on the guy. I I heard Ireland say that. They're not going to press charges on Tyson. Yeah, good. They shouldn't. I know, but on the other hand, it's like we all were so offended when Will Smith jumped up on the stage and smacked Chris Rock. You know, that's different. Yeah. Most of us were. That's but different. W- but what is it now? Like anytime you're like a, an athlete is walking through the airport and gets taunted, like it's like, hey, I'm going to beat you up, and everybody's going to be on my side. So just take it.
I guess. I guess that's what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, stick around. Funchy's got big deal or no deal. That is coming up next. And I still want to talk to DeMarco about the Rams Lombardi Trophy Tour. We will get there. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sedano. Yeah, Sedano's in health and safety protocols. That's what you call it when you're in the league. Those of us that are not in the league, we get COVID. That's what it is. But our man George is in health and safety protocols. We're wishing him all the best. I told you guys, I spoke to him earlier today. He seems all good and good spirits. And hopefully he'll be back to work by Monday. DeMarco is in this afternoon here on Sedano and Cap. And Funchy has got big deal or no deal. All right, guys. The NFL will have three games on Christmas for the first time ever. Two in the afternoon on CBS and Fox, followed by a primetime game on NBC. Now, it will be the third straight year the league has played on Christmas. Last year's Green Bay-Cleveland game had over 28 million viewers, uh, making it the third most watched game of the regular season last year. Now, we all know Christmas is NBA territory, has their day to highlight their best matchups and their best players or whatever. But is having three Christmas games on uh, three Christmas NFL games a big deal or no, no deal cap? I'm going to say big deal. Um, I can recall last year, George and I are having this conversation. I'm like, what are you doing on Christmas Day other than Christmas? He's like, I'm going to be watching NBA basketball all day. I said, not me. I'm going to be watching NFL football. And I think a lot of people didn't even realize that the NFL was playing on Christmas because people think about Thanksgiving as being the NFL's holiday to play. But I'll say this, um, as much as the NBA has owned Christmas, if the NFL is going to play three games on Christmas – the NBA is going to suffer because there will be a lot more people watching football than basketball. At least that's the way I feel about it. I'm with you, Cap. This is a big deal. The takeover is real. What can the NBA counter-program with that will outdo football, that will outdraw a football game, a good football game on Christmas? I mean, I certainly can't think of anything they can do. Who can you put up? The, it was supposed to be the Lakers in Brooklyn. You know that That's, that not, happen- that's not happening. That's no not happening. That won't outdraw. The, the, the Suns honestly, and, and Milwaukee, maybe? No? got to be something involving the Warriors because the Warriors get, draw big, too. Yeah, okay. but tell me tell me this. You just just show, show me a matchup of two NBA teams. Is, give me as many superstars as you can, and then give me a lame NFL game, and I'll bet you the NFL game still destroys the NBA game, especially on Christmas and Day. And that's the lame game. What if they put a, a, a marquee matchup? On for three three games of marquee matchups on Christmas. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but secretly uh, TNT earlier this season moved their Thursday games to Tuesday because they couldn't compete with the NFL Thursday wow. game. Wow, I like it. 
I think I'd rather have football on on Christmas anyway. Yeah, me too. Yeah, instead of basketball. Feels more Christmassy, right? It does. Yeah, right? The snow, you know, yeah. It's college bowl season. You're, you're, you're getting ready for the playoffs. You know, yeah, it's, it's football season. If I were the NBA players, here's what I'd do. I'd go to the league and I'd go, hey, listen, you know this whole thing about playing on Christmas? It was a good idea back in the day. But once the NFL decided to play on Christmas, it's really a bad idea for us. <laughs> Let us all enjoy Christmas with our families. We all want to watch NFL football anyway. There you go. Smart. Absolutely. Seriously, if I'm the NBA players, I'm like, yo, enough with this Christmas stuff. Takeover is real. Yes, sir. All right, Funchy, what do you got? All right, got some more NFL guys. The Tampa Bay Bucks have restructured a contract of one Tom Brady. Uh, the move frees up $9 million in cap space for the Bucks. Rob Gronkowski remains a free agent and has not committed to playing next season. And Dominican Sue also remains in sign. Big deal, no deal for the GOAT to take less money. DeMarco. I think it's a big deal. I think it's smart of him. Um, that's why I didn't think Cap, I didn't think Tom Brady was going to retire. There's no way he's going out on a loss, especially when the Rams beat him twice. There's no way he was going out on that. So I think it's a big deal. He's trying to stack the deck, so to speak, to have the best team possible to get back to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go the opposite direction here, and I'm going to say no deal on this. Only for this reason. Tom Brady restructuring his contract doesn't mean he's going to make any less. It just means he's getting it in a different form. Right. And I feel like Tom Brady has always positioned himself to be perceived as a selfless guy. <laughs> right? Who, who will? It looks like he's taking less so that the team has more, when in actuality he's still getting his money. But all of that said... Any flexibility that he provides them from a salary cap standpoint is likely good for the team, no which is good for him. But on the, I just, the last part of this is he's so rich. Tom Brady got so much money, he could play for a dollar and and give the team the entire, you know, every dollar he, he's supposed to get. You know what's more weird, weirder about that, uh, Scott, is that Giselle makes him look like he's broke. I know. That's crazy, right? Well, I guess that's what I'm getting at is that between his earnings as a player and his earnings as a, a you know corporate you know pitch man and his companies and everything else that he's got money into, and then Giselle, who's what is she ten times richer than him, something yes. crazy like that. Between I think the like half a billion dollars each year is on. I'm only. sure a five star restaurant can give away free food, but they're not going to. Tom Brady's not going to play for free, right? Yeah. But <laughs> my, my point is is that he could because. Because, again, we're, we're talking about Tom Brady taking less or restructuring. Looks really selfless and smart, yeah. but, dude, the guy got, the guy got generational wealth. Am I detecting some Tom Brady hate? In oh, no, no. Oh, oh no. Okay. Oh, no. I have total Tom Brady love. Huge That's man his boyfriend. Crush. Yeah. Huge oh, you man love crush. Tom Brady. He love loves him. him. Okay. There are some people that really hate Tom Brady. You know, DeMarco, when, when Tom Brady came out of retirement and two weeks later when Bruce Arians went into front office retirement. Yeah. There were so many haters out there that blamed Tom Brady's return for Bruce Arians' succession plan. And I'm so naive. I'm like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And people are like, don't you see that Brady came back, but he threatened them that he's not playing for Arians, and that's why Arians moved upstairs? I'm like, wait, so you think that Tom Brady said, I want Todd Bowles to be the head coach, (laughs) a defensive coordinator? They're like, yeah, dumbass. Don't you understand? Brady wants control of the offense, and he wants a guy to control the defense. I'm like, Wow, there's a lot of Brady hate out there. A ton. Uh, you know, it might be true. Didn't Rodgers get McCarthy fired? He did. Yeah. But for a variety of reasons. True. I know. There was more to it than that. Right. 
I mean, the first of which might have been the NFC Championship game in Seattle where they kicked two 21-yard field goals. So imagine that. It's fourth and goal. You're on the three-yard line. You'd rather take three points on the road rather than put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands? That's no good. Yeah, that's, that's no good. No doubt. I'm with you. All right, guys, got one more here. Scott Kaplan's Will Smith boycott might be in full effect as today Disney announced it will delay a Will Smith nature documentary called Pole to Pole in which you'll go to the North Pole and the South Pole and and do some crazy stuff or whatever. Also, Netflix just announced it was going to abandon making Bright 2. Did you guys see Bright? Yeah, I did yeah, see Bright. See, yeah, it's gonna be, it's, Bright. they're not going to make Bright 2 anymore because of what happened at the Oscars. Oh, wow. So is this news big deal or no deal involving a Fresh Prince cap? I'm going to say big deal because, look, as much as I am boycotting Will Smith because I was really turned off by what he did, I'm I'm – kind of surprised that whether it's netflix or anybody else disney delaying films or canceling films canceling deals with him i just figured he's such a big draw and now he's a i'm putting this in quotes a controversial figure i am surprised that these companies are sort of canceling will smith i think that would happen i am too it's it's hot button i'll i'll say big deal um, Bright too. I was looking forward to, um, you know, pulling oh, your that movie was all right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is the first step to canceling someone. Right. And I'm, I'm just, just a question cap is the outrage because they were wearing tuxedos. Like if it happened out in front of a comedy club and it was like on somebody's cell phone, would you still be outraged or no. was it just because of where it happened? Yeah. I, I, it was because of where it happened because, um, you got, listen, so it's not just the slap, the assault it's, where it happened it's listen chris rock made a really bad joke you know and and i doubt chris rock was like thinking wow she's got this condition that she's got no hair and like like the joke wasn't even good it wasn't contemporary at all you know what makes people laugh when chris rock says stuff whether it's good or not is kind of the way he says it the inflection with which he says it you know yeah and and so for for will smith who was laughing at first to then get that angry that in a public setting on national TV would walk on stage and take over a show like that, I just felt like it was, I mean, it just really turned me off. Right. If, if we would have heard Will Smith had slept Chris Rock, like, behind stage, I don't think all this is happening. But the fact that we saw it changes yeah. everything. Yeah, big turnoff yeah, for me. No doubt. All right, there you go. That's big deal or no deal. Thank you, Funchy. Um, still to come, I want to get to this Rams trophy tour. We'll get there in a minute. And by the way, since Funchy mentioned a couple of uh, guys that are becoming available free agents, I wonder if the Rams who love to pick up all these guys with big reputations and, and, you know, big histories as players. I wonder if an Indomitian Sioux would possibly be on the radar for the Rams again for a second time. We'll get there coming up. We're going to wrap things up here on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, getting ready to wrap up what's been a really great week around here on Sedano and Cap. Great week on the radio station. And DeMarco is in today, but next Friday, we're going to take the show on the road, 
DeMarco and I will be at the Rams Draft House next Friday afternoon. If you've seen the pictures on social media, this house rents for $9,500 a night. Insane place. Uh, DeMarco, getting there at 3 o'clock to be on the air at 4 o'clock is not going to be enough for me. I see myself sitting by the pool, you and me, looking hot, by the way. Yeah. And um, taking in the view. I'm thinking 930. Is that too early? You want to go early in the morning, huh? Yeah, 930. Come on now. I am so down. We've got to check out the pad, you know? Enjoy it. Plus, I wouldn't mind like sitting around with Sean and Les and crew and yeah. lending a few opinions about positions and you know maybe do a little scouting, a little film study. Good luck with that. <laughs> you ever been around guys around draft time? It, 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 it gets pretty tight in there, pretty, know, pretty but, serious. But these guys? Oh, yeah. It gets tight, gets serious. A lot of debates. I remember when there was a, an actual debate on drafting Aaron Donald in the first round. Can you believe that? Well, I remember it. I do. Because there were so many people that were like, yeah, you know, he's super productive in college, but come on. He's 5'11". He's 280 pounds. He plays interior D-line. Okay, this is what I heard, and this is funny. Mm -hmm. He was a change of pace defensive tackle. What the heck does that mean? Mm. Some people thought he was too small for the position. I wonder where they are now. Yeah. Well, he was too small for the position until he changed the position. True. Absolutely. Uh, he can make that size work to his advantage. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to be fun, though. Um, but, yeah, they, they get pretty tight and tense around draft time in there. Let me ask you this. Because of the story that Funchy talked about here during Big Deal or No Deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, would, in, would a guy like Indomitian Sue, do you think, be on the Rams' radar because he's already been here. He's been somewhat successful with the Rams. Uh, but he's later on in his career. I want to say Indomitian and Sue might be 35, 36-ish. Would, if you're the Rams, who seem to always have interest in anybody who's, a, who's a, a veteran and available, whether it's you know a Bobby Wagner or a, an Odell Beckham, uh, a Vaughn Miller last year, do you think that the Rams would have any interest in Indomitian Sue? Is there any need for him? I, You would love to have Sue on the football team, but I don't think you can. Where are you going to play him? Are you going to bench Greg Gaines? Absolutely not. You're mm-hmm. not going to bench Aaron. Mm-hmm. You can't play Indomitian Sue at defensive end. That's a waste. So where are you going to play him? And how expensive is he going to be? I'd rather draft and develop. You've got Bobby Brown, who basically had a red shirt year, who's been waiting. So uh, the guy's got... You know, Indomitian two type size, maybe with another year coming into this year, he'll be a, a rotational guy. But if you bring in Sue, is he going to accept coming off the bench? Or are you going to put Greg Gaines back on the bench? I can't see either happening. Yeah, I mean, so he he's not a guy who's ready to be a backup role player? No. Okay. Yeah, he's a starter. Okay, let me ask you this. Earl Thomas, the former great safety with Seattle, left the Seahawks went to the Ravens, it didn't really work out for him, and he's been out of football for the last two years. But he's only 32 years old. Do you think the Rams would have interest in a guy like Earl Thomas? Uh, remember a guy named Eric Weddle? I do. That came off the, <laughs> off the couch yep. and won a Super Bowl? Absolutely. Yep. If the guy can play, he can play. And I would bet if Earl Thomas – I just saw Terrell Owens catch a touchdown pass at 48 in that fan-controlled football league. Mm-hmm. If Earl Thomas, who was one of the best, if not – the best safety in the game at his 
at his peak, if he's ready to go in shape and healthy, absolutely I would give him a look. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, listen, Eric Weddle, one thing I don't know that everybody really paid attention to after the Super Bowl because everybody was so consumed with the celebration was Weddle had come back for the playoff run, had literally come off the couch. He was in good shape, but he wasn't in football condition. He didn't have like the extra 10 or 12 pounds that he might normally be carrying around during a football season. And he got hurt so early in that Super Bowl game and continued to play through it all. And I don't know if you remember this or not, but he was the only player that didn't show up at the at the celebration parade yeah. at the Coliseum because he had been away from his family for like the previous four weeks. He had like no clothes with him. Um, he was staying in a hotel and then he got hurt and he had to go into surgery. And the guy had like major, major shoulder surgery after the Super Bowl. So, like, and, he, and he, I asked him about it, and he said, you know what, dude? I do it all over again, no problem. You know, I, I, I won a Super Bowl in four weeks. I got so much respect for him. I saw him uh, on the sideline. You know that job. Mm-hmm. We can see it. I saw when he got hurt. And Eric always stands away from the football team while the offense is on the field. So, he's closer to me. We're talking about the game as we're going. And he whispered, I tore my peck. Now, this is early. And he kept going back on the field. So, I had respect for him before, but... It went to a whole new level watching that guy go out there and throw his body around when I knew he was hurt. I mean, that's amazing. So, like I said, with Earl Thomas, if he's ready to go, absolutely give him a look. No doubt. But I thought that was the most gangster move. Show up, win a Super Bowl, go home. Yeah. I love that. Adds to the lore. I know. I loved it, too. Yep. Hey, um, I don't know what everybody's doing this weekend, but tomorrow the Rams Lombardi Trophy Tour kicks off literally tomorrow in Thousand Oaks at the Civics Arts the Civic Arts Plaza and then on the 24th so Sunday the Lombardi Trophy will be at the Inglewood Senior Center so each weekend it seems like the Lombardi Trophy is going to be making its way around Southern California so for you uh, if you're a fan and you you just want to have a picture with the Lombardi Trophy it's going to be out there i mean last night i think the guys had it at the Kings game but this weekend it's going to be making its tour Wow. You know, everybody in L.A., man, this is your trophy. I could care less what jersey you have or what team you grew up on. Your team that says L.A. Rams just won a Super Bowl. This is your Lombardi. Come out and enjoy it. Come out and touch it. Come out. Well, don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, don't touch it. But come out and see it, definitely. They don't allow you to touch it? Have you seen those guys guarding that thing? They wear gloves and stuff, right? Good luck getting close to it. You you won't get within a, a three feet of it. Yeah, yesterday it was, um, I believe it was Inside Impact, which is Inside Staples. Yeah. And there was, like, two big guys. I know somebody that works over there with the gloves uh-huh. on and everything. Like, you cannot. You could see it. But don't you dare touch see, it. See, people always think those gloves are for the trophy. They're not for the trophy. They're for you. <laughs> you know if you got to have a mink mink moment <laughs> right you know right no doubt all right so we're getting ready to wrap up what's been a really great week and i, I want to remind everybody we assume and we hope that sedano is back on monday and that he's well and he's healthy and everything but a week from today demarco and i at the rams draft house and it's going to be a ton of fun and uh, uh you know you guys are gonna, we're going to bring you into the experience of what it's like on draft day and I love what the Rams do with this whole draft house thing. I hate the fact that the Chargers somehow got Snoop to uh, to cooperate is doing something with the Chargers. Snoop, what are you what? doing with the Chargers? I know. It's I so he was ridiculous. On our side. Oh, okay. I love Snoop though. I do Snoop too. Snoop goes but... where the money's at, bro. Right, okay, that's he's right. Just changing jerseys Can't, all okay. the time. Yep. You know? Can't love be mad at that. Him. 
Yeah, can't be mad at that. But come on, Snoop. I mean, the Rams are the team. They're the Super Bowl champs. Going over to the Chargers? He was over in London. He performed at the the rally. I've seen Snoop a few times in connection with the Rams. I, I thought he was a Rams fan. But look, they're in SoCal. He's all of L.A. So I guess all of L.A. is Snoop's home. Yeah, but you don't see Snoop doing things with the Clippers. You know, well, that's different. I guess that's different for him. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers are the Clippers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, the Chargers should probably wish they were the Clippers. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Seriously. Yeah. So tell me this, everybody. Funchy, Laura, everybody, I'm curious. Uh, what do we got planned here? It's Friday evening. We're into the last segment of the show. It's been a great week. I'm sure everybody's put in, like, some some solid efforts all week long. So the clock is about to, you know, hit the, the top of the hour. We're going to hit triple zeros, and it's party time for the weekend. What do we got planned, Laura? Um, I'm going to be working late today. Mm-hmm. Working tomorrow. Okay. Working Sunday. This but girl's then... all about grind time. Going to Disneyland on Sunday for a little bit. Nice. I'm excited for that. Okay, a little Disneyland. Funchy, mm-hmm. what are we doing this weekend? Are we going to be working on the wedding stuff? What are Actually, we doing? I am going to a wedding tomorrow. Not mine, but I'm going to a uh, my fiance's friend's getting married. Um, she's in the wedding, and I told her I didn't agree with her being in the wedding. What do you mean you told what? her you didn't agree with well, her? Well, she's gonna, she's a bridesmaid, mm-hmm. and I just felt like the the bride of this wedding was kind of being a little shelf, selfish by asking my fiance to be part of her wedding, knowing full well that we have a wedding in a month. I agree. This needs you mean, a reality oh, show. Oh, 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 you mean that she's got to spend money being a bridesmaid? Yeah, spending money, time. Time is probably the most precious thing. She's spending yeah. a lot of time with her. Are they best friends or something? No, they're not. They're not, DeMarco. They're not. Then say no. That's, That's what, what I told I her. That's what I told her to do. She said no. She's just oh. so nice that so she's going to do it. That's Wait, what I say is no. She, okay, so you and I talked about this, and I thought incredibly selfish that other bride, sorry, other bride, but true. Is she in y'all's wedding? No. Oh, yes. no. 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 nice. Would you be upset if, if um, she said to your fiancé, hey, listen, I'd really like you to be one of my bridesmaids, and if your fiancé would have said, you know, thanks so much, but I really just don't, I, I don't want to do it because my wedding's six weeks out thereafter. And if the, the bride in this wedding would have said, then, then you know what? Then you don't even come. If she would have said, I'm, don't I'm, come. I'm actually cool with that. <laughs> I'm actually cool. Not to be mean or anything. I just got to have a free Saturday. <laughs> there you go. That's a whole lot of fitting. Wow. Sorry, I like Funch. it. DeMarco's like, dang. Wow, yeah, that's a whole lot. Man, that's a Why whole I'm lot. Single. Yes, I know. Yes. I know, I'm man. Single. I know. I get yeah. to do whatever the bleep I, I want. New business, Cap. We could be wedding consultants. See? Not, not no, 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 no. Thank you guys. Could. Divorce, Cap. I just introduced. No, but as wedding consultants, we also give you the dadvocates. We're like, hey, oh, yeah. about, about five years into this thing here, you'll need these guys. Don't you want experience? Yeah, we've been through this. Actually, in psychology, every seven years, they say, like, either. When you hit the seven-year mark, yeah. mm-hmm. you either made it or you're done. Like, ah. If you can make it seven years, typically, because I know some people will still get divorced after, but typically you will forever last with that person. Oh, wow. I made it seven years. Been together? <laughs> <laughs> They've been longer than seven. So. Oh, yeah. we've been together a long time. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah right. we've been getting, oh, like 11. Cap, okay. uh, yeah. what year did you get divorced? 17. Oh, wow. Like I made it through the first seven. Wow. Then I made it. I don't know how I made it through the second seven. And then this pure Jewish guilt was like, I can't break this marriage up, my kids. And I was like fearful. I was like, oh, I'm going to be broke. You know, which that happens. So. Damn. Love you, yeah. Cap. Yeah. Love the honesty. Yeah. Yes. Uh, DeMarco, That's the best way. 
Tell me this. What do you got going on this week? You know, I got a coach tomorrow. Um, Coaching Little League? Yeah. I coach my daughter's 6U, 6-under softball team. So we're playing the Pink Flamingos tomorrow at 830. It's a big rivalry game, isn't it? Yeah, big time. They can hit. We can hit. It's going to be fun. And then I got the uh, Tyson Fury fight later on. Margaritas. That's right. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Pat, what gonna, are you doing? I'm going to try. I'm, so tonight I told you I'm going to see a, a band called Queen Nation, which is a tribute band to Queen. And I'm, and then tomorrow, I think I'm kind of getting dragged around a little bit tomorrow. Um, Got to go see the girlfriend's son play volleyball, which I want to be there to support the guy. And then she's got like one of her friend's birthday parties, so I'm kind of dedicated to her tomorrow. And I really want to go... I really want to go see the Padres Dodgers tomorrow. Ooh. The game's at 540. Ooh. So I don't know if I'm going to make it there. I want to go to the Padres Dodgers tomorrow. I think you can make it. Treat I'd yourself, like man. I'd like to. And, yeah. You know, if I don't make it, if I don't make the game tomorrow, I'm going to try and make the game then on Sunday afternoon. Dude, there you go. I wanted to go to that game. I was literally going to be like texting you and be like we should make this happen, but I'm going to, my brother wrote me into taking him to Disneyland, so I'm like, dang. Wow. Yeah. But he never asked, so you should go, Cap. Yeah, I bet the Dodgers drop the first one and win the next two. Win the last two to win the series. I don't know. I mean, this. They've had the day off. I feel like, I feel like they've got the advantage tonight on the mound. Yeah. And, well, I mean, these are going to be three great games. No doubt. You you got two teams that seem, at least through the first 12, 13 games or so, seem very evenly matched. The numbers all say that they're completely evenly matched. And the game, the first game at least, is uh, is officially now underway. No doubt. Makes it easier. I like it. When they win the first one, you can drop the second one and win the third one. But when you lose the first one, you got to win the next two. It makes it more fun. Yeah. I uh, And then on Sunday, I don't really know. Sundays, I've been keeping yeah. Sundays wide open, which has been really nice. True. You know, I like not having a schedule. I think I'm going to try and sleep in beyond 7 a.m. You're going to do you what should. now? Try and sleep in beyond 7 a.m. Uh, impossible. Don't even try. What time do you wake up? Uh, about 4.30. Oh, okay. <sighs> yeah. I can't help it. My eyes just open. And then? I just start doing stuff. <laughs> start like moving around the house. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you work, know. I you working out there. at 5 a.m.? <laughs> What's that? You working out at 5 a.m.? You know, I do take these long walks in the morning before the sun comes up. It's great over there. Yeah. yeah. Lots of hills and stuff. It's, it's cool. So, yeah, I'm up early. I'm an early guy. 4.30 is early, dude. Yeah. I like it, though. Wake up before the when the world is young, like I said. I'm going to bed at 4.30. <laughs> you know, wake up at 4.30. Okay. Tell you this, though, Sunday night, I will be watching the next episode of Winning Time. Yeah. Because all this Jerry West controversy this week, and I don't know if anybody read Bill Plaschke's column today in the L.A. Times, but Plaschke does this whole thing about how dare they. This is one of the most beloved figures in the history of L.A. sports. How could they spoof him like this? Wow. And I'm like, bro, come on, really? But, you know, this is what, what columnists, and they do. They, they try and take care of their people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, so. you know, that's – but look, if it's – I wouldn't want this to be my lasting memory. And for some young people, this is all they're going to know about you. I understand. So I get I that know. part of I, it. That, yeah. I get that part of it, too. Yep. Hey, Laura, great week this week. Thank you so much. Funchy, amazing job of Thank stepping you, in for Lindsay. Great working with you we this love week. You, Kat. Thank you. You, too. So much mad love is what we call it. Man DeMarco, love. got nothing but love in my heart for you, man. And thank you for these last two days. And we'll see you next week. Everybody, have a great weekend. Stay safe out there. And until Monday, peace out.